We watched Netflix's Messiah. We're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. And we're so excited that you are listening today. Um, Yeah, so Dropping Sunday... (laughs) Should we just pull the curtain back? Probably a little bit. So, you know, we have a little script we do here at the beginning. And for whatever reason, I never have it available, never have it ready to go. It's like I forget we're going to actually start the show. I'm the one that pushes the button. I know. He pushes all of the buttons. He does all of the the technological Uh. things, but... Apparently having this little piece of paper is an issue. (laughs) So I I needed it as a digital thing. That's what I need to do. You know what? I mean. I I didn't finish my line. You want me to finish before you start yours? Okay. Hey, and I'm your other host, Andrea. (laughs) And uh, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Um, Just a couple of things. I say it every week. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to take you off. But if either of those things happen, please Please let us know. Yeah, this is definitely a podcast for Christians by Christians, but you do not need to believe to belong. Andrea, how's your heart? It's good. Awesome. Next segment. <laughs> how's your heart? <laughs> it's good. I'm, I'm, my, my heart's a little anxious, and I'm going to be honest with you. Why is that? I have no clue how the show's going to go today. Oh, I mean, listen. <laughs> Listen, if we're pulling back the curtain, I drove in from out of town today, Mm -hmm. which I know you've done a few times. Yeah, Uh, This is the first time that I've done that. And so I'm like, oh, this is how he felt. (laughs) Okay, I gotcha. (laughs) Well, you know, we're we're both uh, professionals. I think you have to get paid to be called a professional, right? Professional what? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to act professional about it. Podcrasters. (laughs) Podcrasters. See, here's the thing, Andrea. I haven't actually posted my outtakes from last week when I couldn't say the word podcast. I'm sorry. It's been making me laugh all week. Um, uh, one of these days, I'll post some of these uh, some of these outtakes. <laughs> Y'all, but... some of them are funny. Yeah, they're pretty good. Some of them are not appropriate, but some of them are real funny. <laughs> Let's be honest. Most of them are not appropriate. Those are the funny ones. <laughs> Those are the best ones, which is why you'll never hear them. Yep. Um, all right. So we're going to get into talking about Messiah and the show on Netflix. Yep. We're, um, you know, it, the, the show's been out for six, seven weeks now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I feel like we don't need to do like a whole spoiler alert thing on right. this. You can't blame us anymore if we right. spoil something for you. We listen, we were going to do this episode like a month ago and yeah. we, things, we pushed it out. Yeah, so things, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Things happened. And then we, uh, we thought you Let's just be honest. Neither one of us has been able to watch it all the way through yet. <laughs> I just finished it this weekend. <laughs> all right. So uh, this show is on uh, this show's on Netflix, but there are some other shows that uh, hit some of my news feeds. Mm-hmm. Guys, I want to tell you what kind of hit I'm taking for you, the listener, that I actually have like news feeds set up for terrible Christian pop culture. Um, <laughs> so... There is he a loves it. don't don't let him lie to you. It, I, <laughs> he had him. He had the Google alert set up long before we started this. Andre, you know I share things in confidence. <laughs> pastor Brian Tome, who is uh, the pastor of Crosswords Church in Cincinnati, Ohio, he actually has a show on um, on Amazon Prime titled Phantom Lake. And I think it's like a reality TV show of like people riding motorcycles in the wilderness and being pushed to their limit. In their, uh, in their, in their, in their, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't feel like that's something. <laughs> Do I have to watch that? Um, I don't, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll take the hit for the team and then t- we'll decide if we <laughs> actually need to talk about just it. Just watch like one episode and but then can, let me know. Could you just see your pastor as a reality show TV star? <laughs> oh, no. What would that look like? <laughs> okay. Well, it would definitely be. <laughs> It would definitely be music based. Yeah, for sure. Um, he'd be producing. Okay, okay, I got it. Yeah. he would be producing an album for okay. the Assemblies of God World Missions Department. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? I think I'd watch it. I think. I, well, yeah, I would. I for sure. I would want to see the uh, the the 
you know, the, the process as he goes through his toolkit, as he's, you know, go, going through everything. But I also would love to see him, um, you know, it, with the love of Jesus, screaming at people in a studio. <laughs> I think I've seen him get pretty heated at a few things. And I'm just like, oh, you are not, you're not senior pastor right now. You are producer. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, we have to wear. We understand what hat you have on today, and I'm not going to cross you. Yeah, senior pastor Dan is much nicer and compassionate. (laughs) Yeah, and he knows. He knows it. There's some other people on TV that are having to wear multiple hats right now, and one of those hats being being a Christian hat, Uh, and. We're just going to talk about it, and you're going to laugh. You ready? I'm ready. So Madison on The Bachelor. Um, <laughs> this this week was hometown dates, and um, okay, some people are following. Yes, it's some people be are fun. with you. Yes. I totally get it. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Madison is a Christian. Okay. And uh, they live in like Alabama. Okay. Like Alabama, uh-huh. Alabama, and um, and uh, and so. Uh, Pilot Petey comes into Alabama, meets the family. Okay. Pete is the name of the bachelor. Right, yes. No, okay. I, I know at least that much. Okay, okay, great. Okay. And so, um, so <laughs> it, it's this weird thing that happens where Madison's dad is like, does he know you're a virgin? And it's like, whoa, there's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the whole thing is like, I, I feel like I should tell him, but I don't want him to break up with me. And and he knows that my faith is important. And it's all this stuff. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to go on The Bachelorette, I'm not saying you got to be a floozy. I'm saying, like, you, it, know, you, should have struggled, you should have struggled with this before you applied for right. the show. Before you made it onto it. Yeah. I mean. And made it to the home down, home, home, home down. Nope. Home down. Nope. <laughs> home. Don't you stray away from it. That's what they're called. Home down now. dates. <laughs> the home down dates in Alabama. That's what home they're called. Home down dates episode. I'm just saying, she probably should have struggled with it before and had yeah. the conversation before. Yeah, probably. And now she's all. Well, you know what? She probably did. And it was probably on her application. And the, that's uh, why she's on the show. That's why she's on the show. Because wasn't um uh the chick that was on The Bachelorette last season, Alabama Hannah? And that hurt. Wasn't she from Alabama too? I, I don't know if she. Was Why from. did I get so country? I don't know. But you also called her a chick, which I didn't feel like was a good feel. There's people who are like, what? So all right, whatever. Down Alabama, Hannah. Alabama, Hannah. Um, Wasn't she a Christian? Also, she, she was. And and last season there was a guy who was like straight up like, I am saving myself for marriage, and if you're not doing the same thing, I pray for your soul. I was like. And and he got far along too. And he like he she finally ended up just saying, That's not the Jesus that I love. You your your judgmental Jesus is not my Jesus. And uh and and asked him to leave. And he said, Okay, can I pray for you when before I leave? And she said, No. <laughs> you can pray for me when you gone, sir. And so we, we we talked about it last week that, you know, all the judgmental stuff that's happening in mm-hmm. the church. Um, I mean, there was a video that, you know, I, I sent you this, I sent it to you this morning. I saw it on, on book face and I sent it to you book face. <laughs> and, uh, the face space or whatever it's called. Face space. Yeah. Fa- I like face space. My um, book. No, my face. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my face. <laughs> I'm just going with it. They're all coming to my head. It's, it's gotta be your bull. And so, um, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh no. I broke her. <laughs> she, she wasn't ready for a 20-year-old reference, 25-year-old reference. I love that. That's one of my favorites. But it's this guy interviewing another guy like, uh, why you why you and your church should not let music from uh, Bethel, Elevation, Hillsong, Jesus Culture, you definitely cannot let your church do, do these not, songs. Do not do those songs. Oh, why do we got to be so divisive? <laughs> Such a beating. It and is. especially on a week where uh, Jesus Culture actually like put out some new music. Did yeah. you know they put out new music this week? No, I didn't. So um, this is the song that I've been jamming out to um, this week. It's called it's called More Than Enough, and it's Jesus Culture with Kim Walker-Smith. And it's, it's, listen, you should listen to it. And people who are listening to this, especially mm-hmm. who might ever hear us lead worship, should probably go and get get used to it. <laughs> So go ahead and learn the words. Jesus, 
it's so good. It's yeah. so good. I'm going to skip to uh, the line that's been killing me all week. Yeah, the way your eyebrows just went up. Yeah, that's, yeah. In this office when I heard that, mm-hmm. my, my hands too. So um, <laughs> that that that's a good jam. There's a lot of good music uh, that, that's come out too. Bethel recently had uh, released God of Revival. Have you heard God of Revival yet? I haven't. Come awaken your people. Come awaken. Really, Joe? Really, Joe, you're going to cancel my appointment tomorrow? <laughs> I might keep this in because I forgot to turn off my notifications. <laughs> let's keep. All right. Let's start that song over, shall we? Come awaken your people. Come awaken the city. Oh, God, everybody, pour it out. Pour it out. Dude, it's, it's strong. It's real strong. So. There's some new music coming out, you know, and then non-worship music. We've also got uh, Switchfoot did some uh, remixes of some of their old stuff. So if you're into Switchfoot, how do you feel about Switchfoot? They're fine. They're not on my regular rotation, but I can jam to other stuff. Yeah. This is all kind of like a different feel. Just got a different. This is different from them. Yeah. For this, I could, I could, uh, driving down like a beach road, you know, with the windows down. Or, well, I mean, this is literally called Wonderful Feelings yeah. West Coast Edition. Oh, so, well, I mean, that's why, yeah, you're, you know what? Good job on evoking the emotion that you uh, wanted to go for there. That's good. Switch foot, I'm, I'm impressed. That's awesome. Nicely done. Also, some new stuff coming to the theaters. We should talk about that. Yeah, there's a new Kendrick Brother movie coming out. <laughs> Awesome. Hey, uh, why, why are you laughing? I don't know. <laughs> um, you you didn't sound like you were actually thinking that that was terribly awesome. Okay, this no, is. No, I, I will see it, I'm sure. Oh, well, for the. For the sake of this show, we are right. going to have to. So, this is uh, Alex Kendrick talking about his new movie. We are shooting a movie this summer. Okay. And uh, with the individual that you know that we're not going to say yet. Yeah. We're very excited about that. Yeah, and it's a true story, and it's going to grab your heart. We love it. We love the subject matter and what's going to happen. And we think it's also a very timely movie. And so it'll come out next year or so to just keep your eyes open. Can you talk a little bit about how the true story came to you? or Because you guys usually write the material. So I'm actually, wow, it's a true story. So uh, a friend brought it to us. And we normally do write our own movies. But this one was so powerful when we read it. And we saw how it was very timely for today's culture. And so as we began researching a way way to shoot it, it became very obvious the Lord was opening the door to do it. And so we're going to be in production all summer. Very excited about it. I'm excited. Is there anything else you'd like to share? I love this next part. Um, uh, If if you haven't seen Overcomer, it's out on DVD, (laughs) and we love the special features, the behind the scenes. Sounds like us talking about this podcast. You you haven't heard about the podcast? Yeah, you haven't heard about the podcast. Thanks for asking us this question. As a matter of fact, there is something else I'd like to share. Please watch our movie that came out. During choir practice, do we have any prayer requests? I just want to pray that we get some more listeners for our podcast. (laughs) That people will subscribe and share. Share and and comment (laughs) and and leave a message. (laughs) Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for for our hashtag, how's your heart, at at Dropping Sunday on all the things. (laughs) Where's my shirt? I need a shirt that says that. That that entire thing that i just said dear heavenly father no. I just want to no. <laughs> <sighs> um okay so also i saw that there is a uh there's a rumor that the next spider-man movie they're going to make tom holland buy and give him a boyfriend i'm gonna let that sink in and i want your feedback on it okay i feel like you set me up uh-huh. and i don't know how to respond <laughs> So you might have to edit out this whole thing because I don't know what to say. Well, no, I'm I'm (laughs) not editing any of it. I'm leaving all of it. Um, Here's here's. I started relying a little too much on the edit button. I know. (laughs) I say that a lot. Yes. Um, I'll stop. Okay. So I don't think that it's ever going to happen. You don't think so? I don't think so. And here and here's why: Disney and Marvel make a lot of money. With these movies, mm. and one of the places that they make a lot of money with these movies 
is in the Middle East. And that's why Elsa will never be a lesbian on the show. I just don't think so. Mm-hmm. Because I think they would lose entirely too much money because yeah. there are worldwide releases. I don't think that they would appease an American audience and, and upset a worldwide audience. Yeah, um, I can see that. And I, I I agree with that. I do think that over the last few years, the last few sh- uh, movies that have come out, that they're that they're pushing their boundaries a little bit. Oh, for sure. I don't know that I would say that it would never happen, but I, I'm sure it's not going to happen in the next few years. Yeah. It, it'll be a while, I think. But they, I mean, they're they're talking about having or already have had their first openly gay Marvel character. Sure. And, um, you know, doing that. So I, I think that they are they're they're testing, they're pushing a little bit yeah. to see. Well. And where you'll see Disney do it a lot is in their TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Andy Mack already has uh, has some same-sex relationship couples. Um, also, believe it or not, um, Doc McStuffins had um, had a same-sex really? relationship in, in that. And that wasn't even stuffed animals. That was like adults, um, oh. like like humans in that one. You know, and so they are pushing their yeah. boundaries. They, there's also a, a new TV show that just came out a couple couple weeks ago called The Owl House. I, I haven't seen it yet. Mm. I'm probably going to sit down and, and, and watch it with the kids because yeah. I think they want to watch it. And I'm like, oh, we should probably hold off on it. Right. But apparently there's been feedback that there's, you know, it glorifies witchcraft and, oh. you know. But See, so, I saw that on your list and so I thought you had it on there for me because I love, I love owls. Well, I'm going <laughs> to so. make you watch it then. Okay, well, I'll watch it. <laughs> I really did. I'm like, oh, something about oh, owls. That must be for me. Yeah. Thanks. Well, well, see, I see the word owl. He must have been thinking of me. <laughs> Um, but if you're worried about those movies that are coming out, understand that there are some other movies that are coming out. There's, there's one that is called patterns of evidence, the red sea miracle. And it's actually going to be like in theaters. There's a couple different parts where it's actually talking about what secrets are, are, can be revealed. So it's more like a documentary type. I think so. I think it's an investigation type, type of like whether or not, you know, trying to prove that the red sea, Mm -hmm. Uh, did happen. Another thing that's happening right now, and, and there's this kind of slowly coming out. This is uh, from TBN. And it's called The State of Faith. And it's a documentary series um, exploring the history of Christianity and its current scope throughout the world. And so that's coming out this year in a couple different parts. I'm probably not going to catch it without mm-hmm. having to go and actually seek it out because yeah. TBN is just not in my rotation. Right. On- <laughs> not your regular... Yeah, through channels, I even, right? I mean, it's not even on DirecTV now or AT&T now or whatever it is. No, the streaming I think thing. you can get it on over an antenna. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have an antenna. Uh, uh, well, I mean, some bunny ears in a, in a garage someplace. It'll work. They're not bunny ears anymore. It's like a flat. Never mind. This is not important. Are you about Are you about to antenna explain me right now? I was. Now? <laughs> I was gonna. Because you're wrong. It's okay. not bunny ears. You know, that's not what you get anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> so there's this thing called Wi-Fi that I should probably yeah. explain. Well, you know. <laughs> so yeah. So entertainment wise, there's yeah. some, there's some different things coming cool. out. Cool. There's to some ca- things things that are like keep this podcast going. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, we got at least like two more weeks of, of stuff. If we I love listen, it. if we make it to March, it'll be a miracle. <laughs> oh, stop it! You're such a pessimist. Uh, Listen, things are happening every week that we can talk about. It's kind of crazy. It, it's it's always fun. Yeah. It's always fun. And that's kind of, I mean, isn't that kind of why we started this whole thing yeah. in the first place was that one of the pastors at our church literally came up to me one day and said, you, you, you keep up with like all the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. He goes, I don't do that. <laughs> so yeah, well, okay. Well, that's fine. We'll do it for you and yeah. just listen to our podcast and yeah. you can learn all the stuff that you need to check out. Yeah, rather than wasting your life away like I do. Like we do. You can burn an hour. Absolutely. <laughs> you fine. are welcome. We are really doing you a service. <laughs> this is our ministry. How are we not getting paid for this? Because <laughs> nobody, nobody listens. Um, uh, that's not true. We, we're, we're, we, we, have, we have listeners. We have we wonderful listeners. You. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. I have a quick tweet. You want it? I, <clears throat> yes. Okay. So uh, this is from Beth Moore. Um, I, all of my Christian tweets are from her. I'm, from she's Beth so Moore. funny on Twitter. She cracks me up. So she shared... Uh, Jack in the Box is now offering tiny tacos. Mm-hmm. And she goes, this is how this is going to go in Texas. 
Chipper voice comes from drive-thru speaker. May I take your order, please? Um, yeah, hold up a second. Let me see. Okay, I'm ready. I'll have 243 tiny tacos, please, and a medium Diet Coke. <laughs> and a uh, medium Diet Coke. And I was like, wow, she really nailed Texans. That's exactly how that's going to happen. So I, I've been known to pick up fast food in my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you've been known to occasionally. I mean, if I'm just saying, if right. you've been in the car with me at some point, uh-huh. you, we probably also went through a drive-thru. <laughs> And so especially like if I'm driving home from out of town and I'm doing I'm going to try to make it easy on on the wild card and I'm going to pick up dinner on the way home. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I'm also not going to get the kids sodas and everything else like that. So I'll order food right. for everybody and order enough food for four people. Yeah. And then get one diet soda for myself for yourself. on a regular basis. <laughs> I think it's fine. <clears throat> I think it's fine. I think it's fine, too. All right. Um, you have anything else? Do you want to dive into Let's Messiah? dive in. Let's All do right. it. I think we're ready. Okay. Are we? No. Okay. Neither are the listeners. I had um <laughs> I had someone uh I had someone who who we both know and love come up to me and say, You and Andrea should disagree more on the podcast. That's fun. <laughs> I've had several people say that to me. Clearly they loved it when I disagreed with you. <laughs> but we but you know, I mean we uh we're we're friends and, and yeah. we and we, we try to to make room for, for each other in, in conversation. <laughs> uh I don't know. I, I this this might be the week where where we might fight about something. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's talk about this show Messiah. Let's do it. Okay. Do you have a synopsis? I do. Messiah explores the lines among religion, faith, and politics. It chronicles the modern world's reaction to a man who first appears in the Middle East, creating a groundswell of followers around him, claiming he is the Messiah. Is he sent from God, or is he a dangerous fraud bent on dismantling the world's geopolitical order? The story unfolds from multiple points of view, including a young CIA agent, an Israeli Shin Bet officer, a Latino preacher and his Texan daughter, a Palestinian refugee, and the media, among others. Okay. Ooh. Kind of pulls you right in, doesn't it? I know, I know. So I'll let you kind of give us a a brief rundown as far as like, do you know anything about how the show got made or who produced it or anything like that? Well, it's so it's on it's on Netflix. Um and honestly, I was doing a little, uh, like a little research on, on IMDb. I don't know. I, I like to do this because um, with that meme that or picture you posted of me on my birthday that I said I like to know things. <laughs> yeah. I like to know things. I like to know things. So I like to know random things. And um, so I sometimes when I'm watching a show or a, a movie or something, I like to go to IMDb and look at the trivia section. Okay. There is only one piece of trivia for this well, show. Well, that's. That's troubling. And Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is really strange. And it, you want you? Can I read you the I, the piece no, of trivia? No, let's not. Let's skip past it. Do you get tired of me asking you if I can do something? Yeah, it's your show. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, the sarcasm is a bit much tonight. Well, so, or t- what today, today? Tonight? Tonight? Whatever. We're not time tra- traveling, <laughs> y'all. I just drove in from a work trip, and so yeah. okay um so the one piece of trivia that's on imdb for this show is says this everyone in the cast was deathly afraid of spiders so multiple types were brought on set when fear was the desired emotion for the actors okay what a weird thing also that sounds like bull crap (laughs) (laughs) all everyone in the cast i'm just Deathly afraid of spiders. <laughs> um, so the few times we had to have fear, we brought spiders on set. Goodness gracious. Really? No, they're actors. Yeah. If they don't know how to do fear without being confronted with spiders, then perhaps they shouldn't be on your show. Okay. Speaking of actors being able to convey things, um, <laughs> have you seen... Oh, you don't have Disney Plus. I don't. Okay. I, I'm going to have, have to give you antenna. my password. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, is that something that I can get on antenna? I have a, bu- I have bunny ears. Is that channel 64 dash three? Um, there is a show called, uh, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. I am here for this. It is a Nat Geo show. I love Jeff and Goldblum. And it's him going around and like <clears throat> learning things about denim, learning things about, you know, just everything he can about denim, um, learning th- everything he can about ice cream, everything he can about tennis shoes. Right. Okay. 
And so the, he goes into um, this company that they have these glasses that actually read your facial expressions so that they can judge when you see their product, mm-hmm. how you feel about it. Oh. And so they were actually quizzing Jeff Goldblum was like, okay, um, he's like, I'm an actor. I should be able to force anything. Tell me mm-hmm. what, how to look. Okay. Look scared. And he does a look and it comes up scared. He has a look. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. So, but yeah, that's because Jeff Goldblum is a good actor. Not everybody in this show necessarily <laughs> is. Well, it's a um, lot of un- unknowns. It, it is. When the CIA agent, uh, Eva first showed up, uh-huh. I was like, okay, I know her. Where do I, it took me a minute. Michelle Monaghan. Yeah. Monaghan. Monaghan. Yeah. Michelle Monaghan. Um, from what? <clears throat> you know what I know her from? What do you know her from? Maid of Honor with Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> that's right, guys. That's our that's our topical reference in 2020. <laughs> that's the only, that's, I mean, let's, that was the connection for no, me. No, that's cool. That's I had cool. to go, I had to go to her IMDb page to see what else she was in. And... <laughs> <laughs> she's been in anything else more recent well she was in she was in messiah messiah yeah <laughs> totally um well she's in mission impossible yeah that's how that's where i know her from she's um, uh tom cruise's confused wife i know but she's got such a small part in yeah. mission impossible that i say small part like her character is a big part of the storyline but right she's, she's not, not on, on screen. screen a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, this this movie was produced by uh, Mark Burnett and Roma Downey. These are the producers that produced the Bible that came. That Roma came Downey? Yeah. Really? I mean, I'm telling you the truth. I'm looking at the thing now. Yeah. So that just surprises me. Yeah. So why does that surprise you? Um, because this is not a Christian show. You think it's not, huh? <laughs> is this what we're gonna I'm argue just, about? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Listen, I didn't put my boxing gloves on tonight. Um, no, it. I don't think that it's a Christian show. I think it's a political show. I okay, think it's. Um, but it's not. No, there's no way that you can deny. It does make political mm-hmm. statements, uh, but it also makes faith statements, and it also makes belief statements. Okay, but the whole tagline behind this whole thing was like, um, "Will he convert you or con you?" Mm. And the idea behind this show, I'm just going to just let's dive in, is this guy shows up and people start calling him the Messiah Mm -hmm. and people start following him and you get to decide whether or not he's the Messiah or not. Spoiler alert, they never answer the question. They do not. They end with more questions than what they've answered. And so you have this thing where it is a look and the premise is, what if the Messiah were to show up in 2020? How would that look? The problem is we already know what that's going to look like. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But also left behind has already been made. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's why I say that it's not a Christian show because it's not, it doesn't have... Um, the Messiah show up as we know the Messiah did. Yeah. You know, or as he's promised to for the second time. Yeah. Like it this, doesn't it doesn't reflect the first coming right. of Christ and it doesn't reflect what's written about the second coming. Yeah, this, so that's why I'm like eh. Yeah, the story of this Messiah does not fulfill any prophecy. No. Yeah, yeah. Um but the question still remains if Al Masih, which means Messiah um, and, and the name of this character, if Amasi um, were to show up, if Messiah were to show up, heck, if Jesus were to show up in 2020, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? How would he look? How would he, like, what would he do? And how would people respond to him? I'm going to make the argument. It looks a lot like this. I, I agree to a certain point. Yes, I, I, it is how a lot of them would respond. There's a, there's a very good mix of uh, this is the Messiah and just blind blindly following uh-huh. and then mixed with um the skepticism skepticism thank mm-hmm. you that's the word i was looking for so yeah actually i do agree with you on that i oh, think man i'm sorry i thought I, well okay so here <clears throat> what did you think i was gonna say well i mean you know i mean <laughs> maybe i'll agree with that too <laughs> <laughs> well he doesn't look like you and mcgregor holding a sheep which is what most people think jesus looks like well i'm not most people okay that's fair i don't i don't 
I didn't have a problem with the actor that was chosen to portray. Okay, that's good. The Messiah and, and what they think. Okay, let me ask you this. Okay. Are we going to get into this? Do you think that he is oh, a con my. artist or not? Okay. So. Because. <laughs> well, anyway. What do you think? You, no, I asked you first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm glad I cut it out there first. I know. I know. Right. Do you remember in Lost? Mm-hmm. The box okay. that everybody kind of brought their own interpretations and problems and they put their own thing. Whatever their thing was is what the box meant to them. Yeah. I feel like that's what this guy is. Oh. And okay. so um I think that not only for the characters in the show, but also for the viewer. If mm. you are if you watch this ready to be ticked off about um, about the blasphemy that's mm-hmm. going to happen by calling this man the Messiah, you're not going to appreciate the the right. beauty of this show. Yeah. This show is rated TVMA for a reason. Yes. There's violence, there's language, there's sexual content. I mean, they, like there's this is a TVMA show, right? Um, but we also live in an MA world. So there's mm-hmm. a, there's has to be some realism there. This is not a show made for Christians by Christians. This is not a dropping Sunday episode. This is, <laughs> um, That's why I was surprised to find out that Roma Downey was a yeah producer. Because, so. but I mean, they these are the people that produced the the big thing that came on. What was it? Was it last Easter or was the Easter before? I think it was the Easter before. Like, um, and so the the Bible, this mini series yeah. of just last like, Easter was the Pilgrim's Progress. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> So I, I, that's what I, that's what mm-hmm. I kind of feel feel about it. I wanted to be open to the show, mm-hmm. so I, I kind of came in open, saying, "Okay, what is this? What does this look like?" Yeah. The the one thing that throws me off mm-hmm. about this show, we're going to get into spoilers. Yeah. Okay? Totally. Have to at this point. His brother and the story of him learning how to do magic tricks as a kid and all mm-hmm. the weird stuff, but there's apparently like a conversion moment or something that happened where something has changed in him. But the things that have happened around him are so miraculous that they do follow a pattern. Mm-hmm. Now, if they were to come back next season and they were to do a full pin and teller and show us mm-hmm. how the boy who got shot really wasn't shot. And they were to come back and do these flashbacks of how he was able to survive a freaking plane crash. Like if they were able to do that, it, it wouldn't upset me. It would, um, it would make me appreciate the fact that it got me so much yeah. more. All that to say, I think he's legit. You do in the show. I think he's okay. legit. I, I think that, I think there's something supernatural about him. Okay. Yeah. How do you um, feel? So I'll, I'll just lay it out there. I don't. I think okay. he's a con artist. I love it. <laughs> um, and I honestly, up until the probably the very last um, 20 minutes of the last episode, uh-huh. I wasn't sure. Oh, really? Really. I was like, I could go either way. So what was it about the last <laughs> 20 minutes of episode 10 that made you do that? And you feel that way. It was probably... Um, like a culmination of, of everything. Cause mm-hmm. let me go back and say this. So the, the Messiah, when they call him the Messiah, I don't think that they're trying to portray Jesus. I, I agree. 100% because, because the first people who yeah. call him Messiah aren't Christians. They're not. Okay, great. And so I was like you, I wanted to come into the show with, with an open mind and understand that they're not trying, they're not trying to be blasphemous. No, it is what I wanted to, how I wanted to approach this. Yeah. And, um, when he like some of the first things that he said, I'm like, well, that's not biblical. And I had to tell myself, well, no, it's not because he's not Jesus. He's not trying to be okay. I'm Jesus. With you. He's trying to be a, a Messiah, not the Messiah. Okay. And so that's why up until right there towards the end, I was kind of still on the fence. So I think for me, the part of the episode, the last episode that kind of made me decide that, he's a con artist yeah. is how in the last 10, 15 minutes, everything started falling apart. Okay. So the little girl with cancer, spoiler, spoiler alert. Um, she dies. Uh huh. The kid in, um, Palestine, the pa- Palestinian refugee. Yes. Yeah. He like, like he just, just looks so defeated when you, when you watch him and, and he's, he's being told that he was a magician mm-hmm. and, you know, and so I think that's I think that's what it was. Like all of a sudden I'm just sitting there going, yeah. I think that um humans have this incredible ability to make to see what they want to see. Yeah. 
And when you when you believe, and this is this is getting into a realm of what is true faith and what isn't, mm-hmm. and what is like something else. I don't know what to call it, but just okay. something else. So when you when you really believe something, or when you want to believe something, you can see it happen. Yeah. Or you can make yourself believe that it's happening. You can convince yourself, and that's what I that's what I saw is that I thought everybody that was believing so wholeheartedly they were seeing everything they wanted to see. And then all of a sudden it was like the curtain was pulled back. The pastor from Texas, he mm-hmm. just, he fell off. Yeah. The, the mother who was believing so strongly for her daughter to be healed of cancer was devastated. It, it just, it kind of all started falling apart. I went, mm, Nope, it's, it's not true. None okay. of it's true. He's a con artist. Okay. That's, that's where my, my mind went. I, I love it. I love it. Okay. There's an argument to be made that none of that happened until he was kidnapped and taken away from all of those people. So, uh, okay. The argument is that if he were the Messiah and someone were to take him out of those situations, that he was the thing holding all of those things together. Okay, number one, <laughs> yeah. was he kidnapped because he willingly got in the vehicle? Well, he knew what was happening because he knew it was coming. Um, because and that's the other thing. I don't. I don't think that he had forethought. <laughs> I don't think he could see. Okay. As if he, if he supposedly is the Messiah, he yeah. does not have. Um, yeah. Well, he sure knows. He sure knew where to be and when to be there. So yeah. is so is that a con? I it in my mind, yes. Okay. They're going to have to convince me pretty hard if there comes out a second season. Well, th- today I rewatched the first episode. Uh-huh. Okay. When the CIA agent is sitting in the diner at like three in the morning, she -hmm. looks over and there's a piece of graffiti and it says, you become what you believe. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's what this entire show is about. You become what it is that you believe. Right. And so all of these people, it's what they believe. And when things start to fall apart is when people realize that they cannot become what they believe. The pastor in Texas, he believes that he's the apostle Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He is the number one guy. He's the one who speaks out. And whenever he realizes, no, 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 I, I need your daughter. I don't need you. Yeah. It tears apart his entire identity. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, so that's something to be said. Now you said a, a couple minutes ago and I, I, I literally <laughs> grabbed something. I got to write this down. <laughs> you said, Oh, what he's saying, the words that he's saying isn't biblical, uh-huh. but it is scriptural. It's just not so, Holy Bible. Okay. Explain. The first things out of his mouth were from the Quran. Oh, yeah. A lot of the scripture, and that was the thing about this about this show, is that they didn't say that the Messiah was for Christians. No, no. That the Messiah was, yeah. was for for Islam was for <laughs> Judaism was for Christianity. Like he, like when he came, he came for everybody. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was the smartest thing that they did when writing this character. Take your pills. <laughs> Every time. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I noticed that as well. Yeah. And I, I agree. And, I agree and with you on that. The thing is, is that like when Jesus came, he did not even, even our Jesus, Mm-hmm. The Jesus of the Bible that we worship and we've asked into our hearts and he has saved us and we are his elect. Um, we're just throwing weird, weird things like Christianity. So much Christianese. Um, <laughs> when he came, he did not just talk to the Jewish people. He right. did not come to convert the Jewish people. He talked to the woman at the well, the Samarians. He talked mm-hmm. to, um, you know, I mean, like the, these were the people that he reached out to was to everybody. Yeah. And so the true Messiah did exactly what this Messiah did, the Almasi. Let's not mix mm-hmm. it up. Almasi right. did that. Almasi, he showed up and he started actually preaching good news to people in need. Yes, but here, here's my problem: is he he wasn't preaching good news to me. He okay. he wasn't offering a better life. He was so vague and so. Hold on, <laughs> you're. Okay, you already know what my argument's going to be. I saw it in your face. Go your, ahead. Your, your, your issue is that Almasi was vague in what he said. 
Jesus was the most vague about no, things. No, I don't think so. You can say that Jesus talked in parables, but Jesus was very clear about why he came and who... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Your face. <laughs> but but like nobody understood him. We I mean, we have 2000 years of theology and and church fathers who have passed things down <laughs> that explain when Jesus had to then pull people aside and be like, "Okay, this is what I meant when I said that." I mean, the Bible's full of the times when when Jesus literally be like, "All right, let me explain to y'all cuz y'all don't understand." And people, and then he would explain it and people be like, so what you mean is this? He'd be like, no. <laughs> I mean, it's just like Jesus was, was not on purpose, but he was just speaking on a different level. And I think that that's what they were trying to write in for Amasi is that he would speak at a different level. And like, you know, the sandstorm that starts this, this entire thing mm-hmm. that defeats ISIS. I mean, <laughs> right. A sandstorm defeats ISIS, but, but I mean, there's this deliverance and stuff that happens happens there so i mean i don't know what do you i mean you can come back at me it's no fine. it's i mean it's fine we we can we can disagree about this i just i'm sitting there and i'm listening and i'm going he's not i don't feel like he's offering hope for anything i mean yes he's he's performing performing quotation marks miracles at least it appears that he is and and maybe he is maybe he's not a con, mm-hmm. con artist and he is but it just the show does not feel hopeful to me. There's nothing in there to me watching. And the okay. you know, again, this comes to the perspective of the viewer, maybe, and maybe I'm a hopeless individual. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> um <laughs> and because I'm what's funny to me is that I'm I'm generally not. I'm a very optimistic yeah. person. I get made fun of at work because I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I I'm hopeful for them. I'm optimistic that they're going to do the right thing. And sometimes they don't. Yeah. But the show, it it was not. And maybe it's because I was expecting some other miracles to happen that didn't. Okay. I thought. What did you want to see happen? What I wanted what to would see. would have helped you? I don't know if it would have helped me, but what I was expecting by the end of episode 10 is that the uh, Eva, the CIA agent, um, was going to be pregnant. Okay. Miraculously. Um, like. <laughs> Immaculate not, conception. No, okay. not immaculate conception, but just because she's she's been trying to get pregnant. Her like Metaclorians. <laughs> <laughs> but she I mean, that's a whole like yeah. the whole part uh-huh. her story. And I I fully expected that to happen. Um and maybe it still will. Maybe it if it's coming in season two. I don't know. I I just expected there to be more happy things that happened and i don't feel like there were i i feel like some of this stuff was just depressing and i don't know i don't know so so you it it did not leave you with a sense of hope it didn't leave you can i i'm gonna i'm just gonna make a i'm gonna make a guess here okay the reason that this didn't leave you hopeful is because it didn't feel like what true hope feels like for you yeah. Like, okay. you actually know what brings hope. You yeah. actually know what brings peace. You actually know what brings joy. Um, the the real Messiah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and Amasi, this is a this this is a not this this isn't right. Jesus. I don't think they were trying to make Jesus. No, like you I, said, I don't think they were either. If yeah. his name had been Jesus, this this show would have been sacrilegious. Right. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to go on record. Mm-hmm. They were very smart in not making this guy yeah. named Jesus. Right. Um. And honestly, when I went into the first episode, I I was I was kind of expecting that. I was kind of expecting that it was going to be either they were trying to do a show about what it would the second coming of Jesus would look like, or that they were trying to do a show that show would show um, portray what the first coming of Jesus would look like if it happened in 2020. And they didn't do either one. They of didn't those. do either one, but that's what I was, was expecting. Smart. It was smart. It's the only way to not make everybody hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to still ask the questions that they wanted to ask and answer some of the questions that they, yeah. the, in, in the way that they wanted to answer them. So that's, we always ask. And anytime we look at secular culture and yeah. we bring it into the show, what questions is the world asking that this show is trying to answer? <laughs> Are you asking me that? Yes. I mean, it's a... <laughs> No, that's good. Got, no, we're good night, done. everybody. Have a good See you one. Later. <laughs> Let me play the music. We'll get out of here. Stop <laughs> it. Oh man. Um, okay. For me, mm-hmm. 
The number one question is the question about hope. Okay. Is what the world is at. I think the world needs some hope. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to answer. I don't think they're doing a very good job of it. Okay. But I think they are trying to answer. Maybe they're, maybe they're trying to show um, a comparison, mm-hmm. you know, and show where the hope that some people look toward or what they are looking for, where they're, where they're looking for hope, show a comparison and show where it's failing Okay. so that we can, we can say, okay, now let me point you to what true hope looks like. Okay. I think for me, that's the underlying thing that I see when I watch this show. And again, I don't think they're doing a (laughs) great job. Well, okay. (laughs) Knowing that the producers are believers and have put out Christian content for Christians by Christians type type of stuff, I'm going to try to give all the benefits of the doubt of what it is they're trying to do. Okay. So let me just, I'll lay lay that groundwork. So I think they're mainly trying to do two things. One, I think they're trying to break the stigma that has happened over the last 2000 years that Jesus is only for Christians. Okay. That we as Christians sometimes like to put a protective bubble around Jesus that he doesn't need Mm -hmm. because he didn't just come for us. He came for everybody. And in the way that this, uh, that Almasi shows up and he touches every main religion of the world and, and tries to bring them all in together that's what Jesus wants to do, and it's what we should be doing. We should be opening up ourselves to other religions to have conversations with them so that they can see that um, the faith that they have is so close to being the right thing mm-hmm. that that we there's an op- opportunity there. So I think that one of it is, is trying to break that stigma. The second thing that I think they're trying to do is um, I think that they are trying to warn believers <laughs> not to follow after charismatic teachers Mm -hmm. just because you want to believe something great because there's a lot of people (laughs) who will go around and because there's been a charismatic teacher and they may have seen some miracles that have happened are willing to get kicked in the face with a biker boot, right? Get kicked in the stomach with a biker boot because that's what the Holy spirit told them to do. Quote unquote, you know what I'm saying? Mm So that like, let's make sure that we're not following after false Profits, right? Just because, yeah. So whether it's a con or you actually do get converted, <laughs> I think that there is a whatever you bring to the table. They're trying to give you something where with whatever you brought to the table. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I, I think no, it was I very, do. I think it's very yeah. smartly written, mm-hmm. where you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. But it's not because of the show. It's because of what you bring to it. Yeah, I, that that is the thing. I, I don't. I don't think I had thought of it in those terms until you said that earlier, but it's true of everything that you watch, right? Mm -hmm. You, you bring your own past experiences, your perspective, your current situation, you bring that to the table whenever you watch anything. So that's why certain movies and certain shows, but I think it's especially true in this. And so I wish, um, I wish we could get some perspective from some non-believers. Oh yeah. From some non-Christians who who watch this or maybe they're agnostic, they don't believe in a higher power at all. Yeah. Um or or they're not sure and they're or they're atheists and they don't believe in a higher power at all. And so uh I, it would be interesting to get some other perspectives and see how they cuz I'm not I'm not mad at the show. No. You know, I'm not I don't feel like I I'm the, not worried about them being It's an enjoyable watch. It is. It's uh there are parts of it that are hard. Sure. Again, uh, kind of like when we were talking about Parasite last week, there's a lot that's subtitled because mm-hmm. they're speaking in Arabic and Hebrew and other languages. So you you do have to be engaged in it. You can't you can't just have it on and, and be listening and catch everything. In fact, I think um, I'll probably do a second watch because I, I there were things that I missed. I mean, for sh- yeah, for sure. Um, sitting down and watching three or four hours of a show is not, you know, I can't just sit there for three or four hours straight and, and do that. I'm a multitasker. I am. T- I am. A I'm usually doing something else. It's what, it's one of the reasons why I didn't get into like, like narcos. I couldn't, I was just, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't read that much. And yeah. if it's going to be on, it's going to be on in the background usually. Right. Um, but the, even the writer of the series specifically said, quote, Messiah challenges us to examine what we believe and why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, I think I think that the design of it is to challenge us. Yeah. And again, do we believe, you know, do we believe that the savior of the world is big enough to save the world 
or can he right. only save people who look like me in my town? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, and so um, I have a couple of, of funny things yeah. that popped in my head when I was finishing the show this past weekend. Um, <laughs> there are several scenes in in the last couple of episodes where they're like in a hotel, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, Alma C is wearing like a hoodie and like a man bun because yeah. he has long hair. And I'm just, you know, popped in my head. I don't think Jesus would wear a man bun. I don't think he would either. I don't think he'd wear a hoodie up over his head like that either. Uh-uh. <laughs> and, and also, so in the episode where he goes to trial, are you laughing at me? No, I'm just laughing. I'm just, I, I mean, I see all the pictures of like him wearing the prayer shawl, you know, of Jesus. Uh-huh. But, but I mean, like I couldn't, I don't know that I would see him wearing a, like a red hooded sweatshirt. No, I don't think so. Dip, dip, dip. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> Um, the episode where he goes to trial and then goes to jail uh-huh. and he's sitting in jail and I'm like, okay, well, of course he's going to get out of here. Right? right. Miraculously. I expect there, I expected there to be singing and like the bars to be shaking. Well, but that, but that's, you're so, bringing your Bible. Exactly. To it. And yeah. so I think maybe that's part of why I, um, gosh, even though I knew and I wasn't expecting it to be biblical, Mm-hmm. And for them to like redo the stories, I think in the back of my head, I kind of did expect you them wanted to it. reenact some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Or or to to do it with a, a modern take. But so I was fully expecting that and it didn't happen. And I'm I don't know. I'm I'm kind of having to reexamine some of my um some of my ideas about the show. I just I need to go watch it again, I think. Because I I didn't you you rewatched episode one I did not this week I I got through all ten episodes and then and and didn't watch again but I think I'm gonna have to. to. I mean, you don't have to. No, for I mean for my own sake, not for the show. Obviously, we're done we're done talking about it after tonight. But I just for my own sake, I think I need I think I want to just yeah. just go back and watch it again with some new new perspectives. But we're we're done talking about it until episode seventy three when season two comes out. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so be on the lookout for episode 73 <laughs> dropping Sunday. Absolutely. You guys. Um, okay. I, so would you recommend people to watch the show? You know, as, as always, there's a disclaimer. We, we said it before. This is a TVMA show. There is language. Um, there is some sexual content. There is some violence. None of it, the language, there is a, quite a bit of language. So if that bothers you, that it will bother you. Yeah. But if you're an adult, you're a grown up and you can you can watch those things or you you do watch shows with those things in them then um yeah, I think it it will as that line said in the article, it will challenge you to think yeah. about what you believe and why and and challenge you to think about what you believe who you believe Jesus is. Yeah. That's good. All right. Uh, I would I would absolutely endorse seeing this if you're an adult. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna let my kids watch it, but, um, I mean, I, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I I still think he's the real deal. You think he's a con (laughs) artist? He's a con artist. We'll see what happens in season two. Um, all right. Uh, you ready to hit the B? Let's do it. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! All right. From the Babylon B this week. (laughs) Worship team replaced by animatronic band from Chuck E. Cheese. Um, That is terrifying. (laughs) Those things are creepy. Although employment is still at an all-time high, one industry is uh, struggling as its workers are constantly under the looming threat of automation worship bands. (laughs) By the way, a lot of automation worship bands nowadays. so the leadership team at Seafarers Community Church <laughs> recently fired its entire worship band, letting them know that they'd been replaced by the uh, by Munch's Make Believe Band from nearby Chuck E. Cheese. This oh, is happening more and more all across the country as churches are realizing that worship songs are so easy to play, even robots can do it. So <laughs> that's hilarious. That is too funny. Um, there is a uh, there's a documentary about a guy who actually goes around and like resurrects. I don't know if it's the Chuck E. Cheese. I think it's the Showbiz Pizza animatronic bands. Um, also creepy. Yeah, so, all of them are. They're so, <laughs> so creepy. But uh, oh, man, I remember the first time that I went into like a Chuck E. Cheese after becoming adult-ish. I don't know that I was a full full grown adult, but I remember thinking. 
how did this thing not terrify me as a child? Yeah, no, it's, right. it's kind of terrifying me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in place of church greeting time, uh, a siren goes off and tickets are thrown into the crowd. Once in a while, the band glitches out and plays happy birthday <laughs> or songs about pizza like um, Jesus Messiah, <laughs> Prince of Pizza. <laughs> Or 10,000 sauces, but an elder just runs on stage and kicks them and they quickly shape up. So, <laughs> my gosh, these people at the Babylon Bee, man, they are with it. They're good. Oh, no, Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Ah! All right, Audrey, what's your dad for me this week? Okay, mine, mine is just very specific. So I was on a work trip this week. Um, I was in Temple, Texas, uh-huh. uh, about two hours south of here doing a little training and uh, for, my, for my job. So we, we got to eat. I was there for, for two, basically two full days. I got there on Tuesday um, and we went out to eat Tuesday night and Wednesday night. And the, like the head guy that's doing the training, owner of this company that we're, we're training with, orders appetizers and so he ordered one last night we went to this little place called bird cafe which okay this is for i like me. bird cafe Have you been to bird yes, cafe for me this is what i had that was for me a fried green tomato blt <laughs> <laughs> yes it was so good fried green t- oh my gosh that sounds so good doesn't that sound i like i kind of want one right now you had me at bacon <laughs> i know right and then throw throw on some fried green tomatoes and a little garlic mayo Stop it. <laughs> garlic garlic parmesan fries. I mean, I am here for it. Okay, but what's not for me? Yeah. One of the the appetizers that he ordered was a I don't even know what it was called. It was a beet salad of some sort. Mm, I'm not I'm not for beet salad. It was arugula, which mm-hmm. is oh, I can I can kind of get behind arugula on It's something. a vegetable. It was a vegetable. <laughs> vegetable. It's a it's a leaf. It's grass. Um and it had balsamic vinaigrette. Uh-huh beets a crap ton of beets and blue cheese and like it comes out and they set it down in front of me and they're like you want some i'm like no i don't want any of that i like one of those ingredients what's that no i'm just i'm no i'm not telling you i'll just tell you i like one of those ingredients which which ingredient i, I like blue cheese but oh. I, but only because it's cheese listen i i love cheese mm-hmm Blue cheese is not cheese. Blue cheese is mold. By the way, I'm going to definitely pull out you just saying, I love cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to be my new ringtone. (laughs) So anyway, um, my my not for me is specifically that beet (laughs) salad at Bird Bird Cafe. But in general, blue cheese is not for me either. So there you go. I got I ordered uh, boneless wings at Chili's one time. Come on. Buffalo boneless wings. Yes. And they brought out blue cheese. And I, I said, I don't want no blue cheese. Yes. Throw an extra ranch on there. Ranch. And they brought Hold a blue on. cheese. Pause. Nope. You said an extra ranch, which to me means you didn't get boneless buffalo rings. You got a triple dipper combo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> yes. I had a triple dip of combo this week at a Chili's to go. <laughs> to go. Yeah. To go. Yeah. At an, at an airport. What do you get on your triple dip combo? You know what? We should do a whole episode on the triple dipper. Yeah, but we could. Um, I usually just point at the picture and I say, bring me that. <laughs> me too. The Southwest egg rolls. Yes, ma'am. Sir. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it just came out. Uh, the little sliders. Yep. And then, of course, the boneless buffalo yes. wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But also, don't bring me blue cheese dressing. No. Bring bring me an extra ranch. An extra ranch and e- either an extra regular ranch or an extra avocado ranch. Either one is fine. I'm not mad at either one. I'm not nope. mad at either one. Um, see, here's the deal. I don't mind blue cheese. It's mold. I don't, I, lots of things are mold. Um, so is penicillin. Don't know. <laughs> I'm allergic. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. No, not. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but blue cheese dressing? Yeah. No, that's... No, that's gross. That's gross. That's gross. You know what? Blue cheese dressing is my not for me this week. <laughs> I'm glad I inspired you. There, there, there we you go. go. Awesome. Okay. Oh, um, that's too funny. <laughs> it's fun when we record in the evening. I love it. I love it. This is this is a blast. <laughs> All right. This is uh this is our church helpers from anonymous pastors. Um, here you go. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, just because you hear a song on the radio doesn't mean it's appropriate for worship. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. That's very true. Yeah, just because you like that Casting Crown song doesn't mean that we're going to do it as a corporate worship set. No. no. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got to talk about this for a second. Okay, go ahead. Because those songs, there's nothing wrong with those songs. They're good songs. Yeah. They're just, they're not worship songs. No. This is, this is a fund. there needs to be teaching about what worship, praise and worship is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, That's listen, what it is. I like the song Purple Rain, but we're uh, not going to do it. By in Michael ch- Jackson? All right. That's a show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That will never get old, by the way. I love it every our, time. Our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We would love to hear what your thoughts and opinions about any of our topics today. Any of them. And you know, the best way to let us know your thoughts and opinions is to come up to his church and tell him to us. Well, yes, that too. Yes. I love it. Please I love don't it. When, stop that. Uh, yes. When you come and tell me that I should disagree with Seth Moore, done. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Absolutely. Um, but also you can find us on social media. We are at dropping Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I think that's all for now, but if there's something else we should be on, let us know. Yeah. And as a reminder for every comment we receive on Apple podcast, we will donate $1 to a charity or ministry. This month's ministry is a teen challenge of Fort Worth. Probably the last week we're going to do that. So now's the time to get that in there. If you put just, how's your heart? It's 10 bucks. 10 bucks. And I'm looking forward to writing a big old check here in a couple of days. Yeah. So y'all got to get those things in. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And remember, the greatest compliment that you can give us is to share the show. Um, you share it with a friend, tell them to listen to this episode or maybe another episode that was your favorite, the Gaff Time Show or... Uh, that was a lot our of fun. <laughs> that was fun. What was last week's that was so fun? I don't remember. I don't even... <laughs> All right. Well, next week's, we probably won't remember three weeks after that. But uh, until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this week, it's Dropping Sunday. (laughs) 